Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. It's great to have you with us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, just a single story long, just a few minutes long, in case you only have a few minutes and you want to fill them with some great storytelling. We've got some great storytelling for you today. We want to remind you, of course, that we drop a few of these bites each week in preparation for our full hour-long episode drop every Thursday. And in tomorrow's episode, you'll hear stories from Geraldine Buckley. She'll share with you a story about dancing as a spiritual practice. You'll even hear from our own producer. Brian Tanner, a story about preparing a musical number to sing at his grandfather's funeral. It'll be an hour of faith stories in preparation for Easter, really, and you won't want to miss a single word. In the meantime, speaking of Brian Tanner, it's a pleasure to have him with us in the studio. Brian, thanks for joining me. Hey, it's great to be here. We've got something kind of unusual uh, today. Yeah, we do. Tell us what we're going to hear. So uh, this is actually a letter (laughs) that we're going to hear (laughs) performed um, as a live reader's theater piece. It was recorded right here in the Appleseed Studios. Um, and the performers were Sam. Uh, <laughs> Suzanne Christensen, uh, the brother and sister Noah and Leah Kershisnik, and me. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a letter written by Lewis Carroll, who you yeah. might recognize as the author of the Alice in Wonderland books. Um, and it is called An Easter Greeting to Every Child Who Loves Alice. <laughs> and so this was written uh, several years after the publication of Alice in Wonderland. And it was written as a leaflet that was inserted with another poem that Lewis Carroll had published called The Hunting of the Snark. <laughs> but then a few years later, they started adding this to some editions of Alice in Wonderland. So if you go to the bookstore today and buy a copy of Alice in Wonderland, you might see that this is in the appendix or or mm. a preface or something. Right. But it is um, a Lewis Carroll adopting a kind of a serious tone here, just sharing an Easter message with people who uh, read his books. Well, here it is. Again, recorded live here in the Appleseed Studio by a group of readers, one of one of whom uh, I am. <laughs> uh, it's uh, an Easter greeting from Lewis Carroll here on the Appleseed. Dear child, please to fancy, if you can, that you are reading a real letter from a real friend whom you have seen and whose voice you can seem to yourself to hear wishing you, as I do now with all my heart, a happy Easter. Do you know that delicious dreamy feeling when one first wakes on a summer morning with the twitter of birds in the air and the fresh breeze coming in at the open window, when lying lazily with eyes half shut one sees as in a dream green boughs waving or waters rippling in a golden light? It is a pleasure very near to sadness, bringing tears to one's eyes, like a beautiful picture or poem. And is not that a mother's gentle hand that undraws your curtains and a mother's sweet voice that summons you to rise? To rise and forget in the bright sunlight the ugly dreams that frightened you so when all was dark. To rise and enjoy another happy day, first kneeling to thank that unseen friend who sends you the beautiful sun. Are these strange words from a writer of such tales as Alice? And is this a strange letter to find in a book of nonsense? It may be so. Some perhaps may blame me for thus mixing together things grave and gay. Others may smile and think it odd that anyone should speak of solemn things at all, except in church and on a Sunday. But I think, nay, I am sure, that some children will read this gently and lovingly, and in the spirit in which I've written it, 
For I do not believe God means us to divide life into two halves, to wear a grave face on Sunday, and to think it out of place to even so much as mention him on a weekday. Do you think he cares to see only kneeling figures and to hear only tones of prayer, and that he does not also love to see the lambs leaping in the sunlight and to hear the merry voices of the children as they roll among the hay? Surely their innocent laughter is as sweet in his ears as the grandest anthem that ever rolled up from the dim religious light of some solemn cathedral. And if I have written anything to add to those stores of innocent and healthy amusement that are laid up in books for the children I love so well, it is surely something I may hope to look back upon without shame and sorrow, as how much of life must then be recalled when my turn comes to walk through the Valley of Shadows. This Easter sun will rise on you, dear child, feeling your life in every limb and eager to rush out into the fresh morning air. And many an Easter day will come and go before it finds you feeble and gray-headed, creeping wearily out to bask once more in the sunlight. But it is good even now to think sometimes of that great morning when the sun of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. Surely your gladness need not be the less for the thought that you will one day see a brighter dawn than this. When lovelier sights will meet your eyes than any waving trees or rippling waters. When angel hands shall undraw your curtains, and sweeter tones than ever mother breathed shall wake you to a new and glorious day. And when all the sadness and the sin that darkened life in this little earth shall be forgotten, like the dreams of a night that is past. Your affectionate friend, Lewis Carroll, Easter, 1876. Ladies and gentlemen, an Easter greeting from Lewis Carroll. A lovely little piece uh, from Lewis Carroll. It's always interesting to kind of get a glimpse into the heart of the author, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I love what he says there uh, where he says, I do not believe God means for us to divide life into two halves, to wear a grave face on Sunday and to think it out of place to even so much as mention him on a weekday. And I think partially what he's doing here is he's saying like, yeah, I can be the author of Alice, but I can also have a very heartfelt Easter message. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do both things. I'm not just I'm not just the silly guy, you know, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with, you know, laughing and having fun um, yeah. uh, on a Sunday and then being serious sometimes and, and thinking about spiritual matters during the week. Yeah, it's an invitation for me. Lewis Carroll's letter is an invitation to share those things that are kind of deepest in my heart with the people who mean the most to me, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I do that. I, I probably don't do it enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's a pleasure to share that piece with you again. The readers were Suzanne Christensen, Noah and Leah Kershisnik and myself. And uh, join us tomorrow, won't you, for uh, our Thursday full hour-long episode of The Appleseed featuring faith stories in such proximity to Easter as we are. Geraldine Buckley will share a story called Connie Dances that you won't want to miss. And Brian here will share a story about preparing a musical number for his grandfather's funeral. In the meantime, I'm Sam Payne, and I can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by the Appleseed.